Hey everybody, welcome back. Today we're here to talk about the 2023 movie When Evil Lurks, or if you prefer in Spanish, Cuando Acecha la Maldad. This is a movie from Argentina, and it's probably one of the fa my favorite movies that I saw this year. Uh, Ramon, you saw that with me, so you can hear you're a testament to how much I enjoyed that movie. Ramon, what did you think about this movie? Oh man, <laughs> right off the bat, go watch it. Go watch it. It's a hard one to find. Uh, Shutter's the only one that has it right now, but it's through Amazon and Prime. And AMC Plus, apparently. All through a or uh, Prime, but you know, yeah, it's two two places, so not that that easy to get a hold of. Even when Carlos took me on that beautiful date, it was like <laughs> what one showtime for the theater. But anyways, great movie, man. Again, being a fan of like the horror genre and anything suspense thriller, this movie was just like not like anything I haven't seen. I just haven't seen something this good in a long time. Um, yeah. Definitely wouldn't call it for myself a scary movie, or it wasn't a slasher film. It was more of a unsettling freaking at the edge of your seat want to know what's next what's next what's next um man so i'm, I'm gonna have fun because literally i want to talk about this movie and i'm glad we were able to get a hold of it pretty quick after releasing theaters so here we are and uh happy to kind of share my thoughts no, event no no and i and i forgot to introduce you guys so like ro clearly you weren't on our date because you had a uh, eight or five job to go to so you missed out on that uh 2 p.m showing that we went to who but, goes to work at that time yeah, but but I'm very excited to hear what you thought about this movie because I uh, have a feeling you don't see movies like this very often, do you? No, dude. I, I, honestly, like I kind of got uh, Guillermo del, del del Toro vibes watching it, um, just because of like some of the like graphic scenes and stuff like that. But it's it I, I, it kind of reminded me of him. But like, yeah, a little bit of pants elaborate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and and honestly, it, it was. I I did nothing before watching the movie besides <laughs> that reminds me I gotta cancel my trial of, of Shutter <laughs> before they start charging me. But anyway, but like I I knew nothing besides set up my free trial of Shutter and then like I just went off of what you guys were saying and I I didn't even know that it was in Spanish. <laughs> so it, it was me and my sister and my my sister's boyfriend that that were watching it and he doesn't know any Spanish. I was like, oh. I guess it's in Spanish. Uh, and then, like, yeah, I, I want to check to see if it was, like, any other languages. But, yeah, it, it, it kind of starts off, like, it's hard to understand, even though, like, I'm a native Spanish speaker. But, like, Argentinian, the, the yeah. Argentinian <laughs> accent is so strong in this movie. But, but yeah, like, eventually you kind of catch on uh, to, to the accent. But it, it was it was good. It was, like... I'm pretty sure my sister probably is still scared and, and probably doesn't use any <laughs> electric lights. Traumatized. No, no, dude, I'm glad that you weren't able to find it in another language because that would have been a crime had you uh, watched it like Dove or something. Uh, that mm -hmm. would have definitely been, I would have given you crap. I would have been like, go back and see the movie and we'll do this again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but no, man, it's awesome to get these um, foreign movies because I think lately I get a lot of my foreign good actors good movies with like good storytelling good plots normally from like south korea i think that's a lot of these like movies have come out recently like parasite and train to busan and i think it was even the May that i saw recently which i really enjoyed but it's like now we get another one we, we, we i get a movie that's in argentina kind of like again they're speaking like our language so i can understand what they're saying and honestly like 
I don't care what language they're talking about because the movie itself is just great, man. I think in any language, this movie just hits all the right spots. And I just freaking like loved it. I just walked out of this thinking like, man, what an incredible movie, man. This guy is incredible, incredible, incredible. I, I, I definitely, I will say trigger warning because there are like a lot of graphic moments throughout the movie, like where you see like impacts of things on people and, and, and gore kind of, and, and just, Messed up things happening to a lot of people, and and lots of blood, and and, and just messed up things. Like, especially as a dad, especially earlier on, it's like, what the heck is happening? I'm trying not to cuss. I th- I think there's a rule in Hollywood, like you never kind of do anything bad to like animals. Period, because people just <laughs> will not, no matter what, like people just will not resonate well if you harm an animal and. I'm going to say right now, anybody that likes animals, don't watch this movie because this is definitely a movie that throws out the window and it's like, we're going to hurt animals. <laughs> yeah. you, you might punch your dog in the face, man. <laughs> this movie. Is that what you were in you a, might sh- punch your, your neighbor you were in a dog, dog shirt? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. This is, it, that, that's one of my favorite parts. And I think probably one of the parts that I'm most excited to talk about because I, I was thinking like, oh, Ramon's like loving his dog. And, you know, he's a, she's a Boston Terrier. Look at that love. And nope, you're wearing it because clearly you're worried your dog's going to one day attack somebody. <laughs> this is just this is to let you guys know what kind of dog this is the image the wanted poster when i go missing this is who did it basically <laughs> <laughs> except for her name is sophie not whoever this dude is but no i mean i, I you know to, to start with the whole language thing I, I like that and then carlos you're right definitely i think watching another and any other language would have been not a disservice but I, I you know i see that when i've seen other movies like they're like in german or like shows that um are like in a different like country like i What's, I, mean, I can't even remember the name of this German show that I used to watch that was a horror show. But then watching it dubbed in English, it just never felt the same. Like, you don't have the same connection to the actors. Like, you know, you see their expressions, but, you know, as things don't add up, it's kind of strange. Um, and then this movie was great because, like you said, not only because it's in Spanish and we understood, like, 90% of it, mostly because of the accent being a little, you know, different than ours. But I think it really adds to it because you hear, you know, you were hearing some words like, possessed and you know um cursed and things like that even you know what they call pigs in spanish is different than us and it just it does put you into a different world because i think that's a part of the the movie that makes it really successful right they're they're making you think that these guys are from a rural town or they are living in a rural town right and i don't know if necessarily the dialect being had is just necessarily for rural because i know some of them they live in the city for a little while. Um, later on, you meet a character that lived in Buenos Aires, like the main city, um, and then you even have some indigenous, like Argentinian people in there too. And it's just like I don't know, it's just a beautiful mix of that. And I think just again, you kind of get a little bit of a real to down to earth feel for the the geography, right? You see, it's a small town. You have people who are like more indigenous of descent. And they speak a little different and they, you know, have different vocabulary. And then you have the people from the city. And I don't know. This is goes to show you because when talking about possessions, it, it gets everybody. <laughs> so no, it's so, great. Dude, there's one thing that I told you, Ramon, when we got out of the movie theater. And that's like, you know, I don't say this often, but I feel like there's a 
big franchise opportunity with this movie, like huge. Even like in America, wanted to like steal the story and remake it just so that more people are more familiar with it. Because I do want this movie to succeed, and I want more of it, man. Because it does this thing where it puts you in this world, and it's just like people have already accepted that churches really don't exist anymore, and devils are real. And if they come out, there's these rules based on a song that you got to follow. If not, you're f. And it's just like I love that about it, man. I love that we don't get an explanation. We don't get like a Star Wars thing in the beginning, like telling us everything that's going on. We just kind of have to find it and find out if we're watching the movie, and then we just kind of like put it together. So I kind of I love that so much about it because even I don't want to get to them, but at the end something happens, and it's like well. Like, what's going to happen now? Like, I want to know more about that situation. This is so yeah. crazy, man. <laughs> no, and- yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like, a, a, another big part of it, too, is, is it It, it kind of seems, like, surreal in a way because it, it is, it's like, it, it's the normal world, but it's also not the normal world because they said that, like, no. there's just nothing. But then the, also these cleaners, they they are, like, they have to be secretive because, like, the possessed will like get like kill them so that they don't go and exercise them or whatever so the crew was like exorcists but like they um, have machines and and this whole thing it, it kind of remind, reminds me of the the golden compass a, i mean we're we're assuming a lot of people kind of have seen the movie but let's say somebody like swat listening to this and like they don't really have an idea what's going on like ramon can you kind of introduce us to like the beginning of the movie and what's going on and how it starts so we can kind of maybe start from that and just kind of like yeah. touch upon everything that we loved about it yeah, that's a great way. Uh, because yeah, I was thinking the exact same too. I'm like, man, this movie is a little hard to find. So I wonder how many people actually like listen to or watch the movie before listening to us. But yeah, if you haven't, it's like starts off in a small town, two brothers, like older brothers, um, just kind of hear like shooting at the distance. And you know, because it's night, they're not going to go investigate like they, they look like they're in a rural part, and they have their dogs, they're all going crazy. Um, in morning, go there. They find this dismembered body, and, and the mystery doesn't come with the dismembered body. It comes with like some of the things that he possessed. And he had a kit that looked had strange like instruments. Um, kind of looked one, like a telescope. Yeah, yeah, like a telescope, and then some weird like lever handle type thing that one of the brothers said that he kind of recognized. But then he right away said, "Oh, I don't remember from where." Um, and then even that book that they were like, "Oh, what is this in Russian or like something?" And, and it basically on there it named a lady who they know to be a townswoman then it turned out that when they went to visit the townswoman they just essentially found out that she had her son their oldest son was possessed and and that's where it, it hits us as the viewer right away because they're like wait but the way they talk about it it's not like what's wrong with him right they're not trying to investigate what's wrong with it they know he's possessed and they're yeah. over the fact like this we mentioned earlier it's already a thing the the in that world that already exists they already accepted that and i think it's a viewer i think that's the most exciting part in the beginning because they're like wait what like this is you know this like it's possession is a normal thing um and then just yeah the story kind of carries through as they're trying to like figure out how to get rid of this body or person because he's still alive and he's like disgusting and, and just pussy and big and stuff and yeah like p- part of it begins with that right the disposal of a cursed being or but cursed person which is what that one person that died supposedly was gonna go do anyways long story short it's the inappropriate or the like incorrect disposal of this person is what starts the craziness of the movie yeah. because- and i think that's all you got to start like knowing is just that it all has to do with the mishandling of possession of possessed being 
I guess the only thing that I'll throw in there is that the son, you know, he's been possessed maybe for a year, a year, yeah. more than a year. Um, and I guess the way this works is once you get possessed, you almost become an inc- like an incubator for this demon, this hell spawn that's going to come out of this body. So, you know, thankfully, it doesn't happen overnight. Again, you know, we when we start the movie, this has already been happening to this individual for over a year. But so now it becomes more of like, what do we do with this this situation? And yes, you need a, a cleaner to kind of solve the problem. But sadly, the cleaner that was going to do this thing, something happened to him. And then I guess it's very hard to get another one to come into town because that becomes the problem, right? They go to the cops. The cops aren't really taking them serious. And they're trying to determine, like, what do we do now? And then they go to the guy that owns, like, I guess, the biggest land in this town. So it's just, uh, it's crazy, man. I, I still thinking about it don't understand why the cops and the mayor wouldn't do immediately something about it that's the part that maybe kind of still sits with me because i'm like man like you would think this would be such a huge thing because they have all these emergency things in place that's like as soon as you have confirmation and you need a cleaner like you do everything you can to like fly one in like so like even by be a helicopter man if you have to that's kind of the thing though because like there's a few conflicting things so you you kind of have the fact that like the cops don't really believe them yeah because they, don't. They, they, they keep saying that like oh, that 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 only happens in the city it's just, this doesn't happen out here kind of thing and then you kind of have the fact of just fear because uh if, if you the mom she's already like saying like she didn't say anything to anybody because she, like they don't have anything and they they didn't want them to like kick them out of like the house because they don't have anything. That's all they have, yeah. um, and stuff like that. So, so it, it's it's a combination of 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 the fear, the fact that they don't kind of believe them, and then I think they just crappy at their job, too. Um, because he said that that he did what he had to do, that he reported to like the health authorities or whatever. And no, I, I mean I think that's where like it's like I think from the beginning, like the first the first scene of just like I said the shooting and and the, the mystery of like what's happening, and then them finding the body already puts you as the viewer at like unease, like you're you're so unsettled by what's going on. You're involved in the mystery right from the beginning. I think that next part that we're talking about, like how like the cops were like the mayor was like already told the cops were told. I think that's the first part where I start getting anxious and kind of angry and i'm kind of like there with the brothers right because again this is two older brothers uh pedro and jimmy and like that's where i start getting frustrated because here they are trying to tell the cops and the cops just don't care and they're even yelling and exchanging like crazy words at each other and you know clearly there's a story and i know we'll touch on later but clear there's like some sub story with pedro with one of the brothers because you know the way that the things that the cop tells him seem very personal and insulting to him and there's just like i guess it's that tension man it just makes you really involved into the movie right from the beginning like and then when reese shows up like the landlord like you said yeah dude and i totally understood what reese was coming from like this idea that he was thinking like the mayor did this because he wants my land or the government wants my land so they purposely planted somebody that has a demon that's been possessed so that they can come in and have a reason to like take away my land. So it's just like I understood that, man. I understood the fact that this guy was probably the most richest guy in in this little environment that they lived in. So it was just kind of like crazy because it's just like you don't want to believe it. You heard the stories, and 
I mean, obviously, we find out that he just did everything wrong, that Reese guy, because he should have just grabbed your wife and you should have left and never looked back. But, man, it's just like things just continue to yeah. get crazy after that. <laughs> well, he had the pregnant wife, so I know there was another reason that he was trying to be more protective. But he's the one that started the whole craziness, right? Because then once the brothers tell him about the cursed guy, like, he right away rushes to that house and he's over here trying to, like, already shoot him and that's where the like the mom explains that you never shoot a possessed person with a gun like no yeah. firearms whatsoever that there, like you said there is a proper way to like execute or exercise these people and you know like his solution is what then let's get him out of this town and that's when the brothers and breeze all grab him and it's a crazy like disgusting scene because they're trying to lift this big enlarged pussy dude um with like bed sheets and you know the, like the graphic just like his underwear like if you were staying in his underwear at all like at the second the one smell, i did i'm yeah. just like yeah like they were just talking about the smell being horrendous um and they're basically gonna remove him and then drive him off like a couple hours away but then some of the mystery starts there too because there's a scene and when they're in that room that jimmy sees the revolver and and the bullets, which ultimately becomes like this little like clue by clue by clue part that the whole first half of the movie gives you that you don't find out what it's really about until like towards the end, which is beautiful, like this beautiful way to include something like little bit by little bit. Yeah, nah, man, it's just uh, again, it's crazy because like I'm trying to put myself in that world, and it's like I find out that there's one you know nearby. And it's like, am I ready to leave everything that I own to go who knows where and who's going to help me? And this is like, like that, this is where I wish I knew more about what's going on in this world because they make it sound like these things happen very often, like, or it could happen more in like big cities. So it's like, do big cities exist knowing that this could happen? So it's like, I just want to look more at the world and just see how people are living today. But yeah, man, it's just a crazy story, man. Everything you're saying is so like, you know, true to what I was feeling as I was watching it. Yeah. Well, the question is, like, I mean, without even getting further into the story, like, what do you do? You're from a small town. You two are brothers. Like, you have this dude murdered, like, near your property. And then you find out that there's, like, a possessed person. And, like, the possessed person, besides being part of your small town, doesn't really have anything with you. But you know the results of a possessed being in general can be really bad for the whole town and yeah, but, I, but i'm like Whoa. but i'm like do you truly try to remove this dude and i know they were going off of what reese wanted to do because he's the one that's more like self-interested but like i just i thought from the beginning that was just the wrong move like don't freaking touch them man like especially that it was so much work to remove him like from the bed from the house and like drive him somewhere different like well the fact that they lost him he fell off and yeah. they're like oh, okay i guess problem solved and it's like oh my god it just feels like you're carrying <laughs> the disease and just because if i take it to another town doesn't mean that this disease is going to go away if you if you ask me like i don't care how far like 300 miles doesn't even seem that far in reality yeah <laughs> I mean, so yeah like, i mean oh, four kilometers you know so that's yeah. not even that far <laughs> they were going like two hours away and then i think so they almost hit a kid because they were so distracted and then ultimately like they they realized when they got to their destination that they lost the freaking like curse dude and then they were like well what, how far was that like 20 minutes so probably they dropped them off like about an hour and 40 minutes away that's not even the point though because at this point they already came in contact with this like possessed dude and they already kind of like removed them and they you know basically you know what we were talking about that this this whole world exists but maybe because they're from a small town they don't know all those rules and clearly the mom knows but they don't yeah so well, maybe it's just an experience with 
I, I think one of the, like maybe the second most shocking part of the movie does happen like the next morning, you know, with uh, Reese's wife that she's outside and you just hear her scream. Oh. And then she, I guess like, dude, and I remember like looking at you, Ramon, and being like, am I not seeing whatever she's the seeing? Goal. The goal? I know. <laughs> Me too. I was like... It has horns or like what's the deal with the goat? <sighs> but uh, but even that beautiful scene where like Reese is like facing the goat and you see like in his back or like I guess it's the back of his head and you see the horns kind of come up behind his head. Um, rewatch it if you didn't catch that detail, but it's beautiful because yeah, the wife is freaking the fuck out that there's a goat like that goat, and then he just you know freaks out, grabs the gun, and like I don't know. We can even him, talk like, about this. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, she's begging him, like, "Don't do it with, don't shoot him, with, don't shoot him, don't do it with that, do it with the axe." And like, I don't know why he, like, that just kind of tells me maybe he was a weak man because this idea of like, you're a farmer, you live in the land, like, why, why wouldn't you just grab an axe and do it, man? Like, especially because think, of your kid that you're, you know, gonna be. Born. I mean, I, I guess he was. I mean, I guess that's what it is. Like, he probably just didn't have. He was a weaker man because, yeah, at that point, he had so much more to fight for. And all he had to do was listen, but he was just so desperate to get rid of that. And I don't know if that whole goes with the whole thing that the evil feeds off the fear. So maybe he was just acting on his fear, right? But yeah, man, that did not end well. I didn't expect that's how it was gonna end because I mean, no, dude, it's like... on the poor goat. And then axe right to the face, bro. What mm. was uh, what was the room like when you were watching this with your sister and that happened, <laughs> dude? It, it was so like th th there were so many different moments. So keep in mind, my sister has a dog that that's currently <laughs> don't get there yet. <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about the goat. The goat. No, no, I, goat. I know, I know, I know. But okay, but okay. So, so she has a dog here, and then uh, okay, also okay. her boyfriend's cat is here. So they're they're like animal people. <laughs> Yeah. So, so the fact that like all of a sudden, okay, goat shot, and but like not even like a, a few minutes later yeah. or anything, but all of a sudden, a whole axe goes straight to the head. I was like, what? <laughs> so, honestly, my reaction might have been bigger than my sister and 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 Joe's, but it was it was it was crazy because it was like it, it was it was a lot of shock and yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and the reaction yeah. came more from the axe to her face because she goes from yeah, immediately was, like killing oh, her yeah. husband mm. to like, Which and, is and, like and have you seen? It's like the yeah. poster, right? For the <laughs> yeah, and I was gonna yeah. say, if you seen the and good thing because like when Carlos told me about this movie, I didn't look it up. Or he didn't even tell me the movie. He just told me come to the movies with me. They didn't look it up. They didn't look at any posters, anything. I didn't even want to guess what it was. And then going back and watching the poster for it, I'm like, oh dang, that was right there. But. Yeah. You would have never known. Like that's yeah, because really I, cause I was trying to get another one of our friends to go with us to the movies that day, and he looked up a trailer. Big mistake, if you ask me. But I guess in the trailer, <laughs> that that scene's given away yeah. to you. Like, so that's kind of like that's disappointing. I'm glad that I also went in without knowing anything about this movie. Uh, R Ramon, unlike Raul, you did watch this a second, or like unlike me, I guess you did watch this a second <laughs> time, and this time you watched it with two other guys. What was their reaction as you three were cuddling <laughs> in the couch? Oh man, JD, Alexis, or Paletas and I, well, cuddle sesh. No, it, it was it was hilarious because I mean, again, you watching this movie to like the second time, you know, right? There's no way you you I've never shook in any of those moments away from memory. Like I memorized that movie the day that I freaking watched it. <laughs> yeah. So rewatching it, there's no shock, there's no awe, but even still, like just the graphic, like subtle nature that those moments have. But man, they were in disbelief. Well, first of all. 
really questioning the whole like when they started pointing out the the goat like why the goat like what what about the goat like <laughs> yes, so you they saw yeah. that they were invested like anxiously because they were like what about the goat what about like what what, what? and then the second that you know pulls out the gun i think jd was like yelling out don't shoot it he said don't use firearms and like you know it it, it definitely this is the type the way that the movie makes you feel it makes you tense it makes you like unsettled because you know there's something gonna happen or it's happening and it's just unexpected the, but i guess i just realized that this movie at least for me it fits in a very small collection of movies that i can put in my back pocket of movies that i can rewatch with other people not because i want to see the movie again because i want to be there to get people's reaction yeah. i would say thank sorry for bothering you or sorry for, I forget what the movie's called specifically. Sorry oh. to bother you. That was like another one that I would watch with people, like for people's reactions, not just because I love that movie or it was so good. It was just and like it I want to see people's reactions too. Yeah, this is like a it's like a whole red wedding, but it's like a red wedding that's just like constantly keeps you moments. It keeps giving giving you this red wedding moment, like every like twenty minutes, something crazy just happens. <laughs> but that scene was beautiful then because at that point you know how real stuff is, right? Because yeah. now you see the effect of all this talk of what happens when you kill a cursed person or you do something to a cursed person. And the first thing they, they were saying is that it infects the animal or it affects the animals first. The animals first and just yeah. to, to know that like a goat was the catalyst. Oh my gosh, that's the scariest. Thing. Oh God, kill it. <laughs> Throw it out the window. <laughs> just kidding. Tell your sister we don't mean it. Uh, Ro, we just uh, grabbed a dog from somewhere <laughs> in the room. <laughs> from my pocket. From his pocket, no, but yeah. it's like you know that's the that after seeing that scene, then you're really like, holy crap, this is that type of movie. Everything yeah. they were talking about does happen. Animals are the catalyst. First of all, I started with the goat, right? No better animal than the goat when you're talking about <laughs> like demons and devils and stuff like this. Um, and then just to see like the effect that it, it created, I mean, gave to the wife, um, not only to do that to her husband, but then do that to herself. Like after that, like you're like, what, what, what else is gonna happen now, right? No, and I mean, soon after that's when you get like your big, big oh, moment. But I, but even before that, I do like that once you get to the town because now his mission, the main character's mission, is like, I got, I'm leaving, but before I leave, I gotta go get my kids that are with my strange wife that I, you know, I divorced. Now she's happily married with some other guy. Um, but he's like, I gotta get my two sons because I think the daughter wasn't his, right? It was his. No, no, yeah, yeah, the daughter was the other guys. No, and but, then, but th yeah, back to that couple with the uh, Ruiz, the, yeah. the fact that she was pregnant too. Yeah, like she's axing her face and she's pregnant. Oh, okay. That, that, well, that, well, that the, got me. That got me. Well, the the cursed son told him that yeah. I will come for you and for your child, or he said I will come for the child inside your wife. And that's yeah. that's not terrifying, like you know. And I think that's what played into Reese's fears. Like, yeah, you don't want to hear that. <laughs> you do not want to no, hear that. You don't want to hear any kind of that stuff. Some... Even if you don't, even if you don't believe it, you don't want to hear that. No. Yeah, and it's like, dude's been laying in the bed. Like, how does he know your wife is pregnant, right? So it's like you, you know, that shit's real. Like, what the heck? yeah. No, but I mean, once we do get to the town, like this whole idea of like, okay, we're leaving. Let's go get my sons. I do like that you get a little bit more backstory on your main character and why he might be like a piece of crap himself, man. And so that was interesting, this idea that he has, like, a restraining order, and he can't really see the kids, and you find out more about, like, people know this guy. Like, everybody kind of knows him. He has a reputation for really horrific reasons, if you ask me. <laughs> but but we'll talk about that, because I don't. I think I think that was all misconstrued. And But that's another part but I don't know. know. That, that's the thing that, like, I don't think you ever really find out if it was, like, 
just the story the wife said or if, right. it, if it like really happened so let's talk about it now so another thing that this movie does beautifully is that it gives you this like little story like like carlos was saying this little backstory to the guy right to pedro like the main main actor even though there is like his brother and it's funny because like i think this movie wouldn't been as good if you had this mystery past life of this guy that you find out like again that scene that you said carlos when he goes and he says i gotta go get my children you're like wait you have kids like not to this <laughs> point and this is like 20 minutes maybe half an hour in you didn't even know he had kids right now he's like going after like trying to get his kids back but the, the, there's more things that keep popping up throughout the movie that eventually tell you that yes that him and his wife like basically got separated she's living with someone else she had a kid with someone else um and then but like later in the movie she even admits that or like they talk about like how it was supposedly a lie that they lied that she lied about him turning on the gas and trying to blow up the kids because she wanted custody of the kids and that that was mentioned i think by the mom or someone else like his mom and mm. and that's the whole thing too it's like but then you also later find out and this is not like a weird spoiler it's just like a weird sub story that it's really good like you find out that the wife was cheating on him not only with multiple multiple people but even his own brother like even his own brother so i don't think it was him i think pedro in this whole story was made out and that was part of like why this movie's good it was you were uncovering his story, but as you get towards the end, you discover that perhaps it wasn't just him. But yes, everybody alienates him, and he's like ostracized because they all think that he's the bad guy and he's the one that fucked up. But then yeah. you had the confession of this wife who's like, you know, oh no, I screwed everybody because I didn't want you, and you gave me a broken son. Like, what the fuck? Well, well one of the things, dude, that I know for a fact, it feels like in this world that we live in, because clearly churches no longer exist, like, demons can come out of you know depending on you know where people live or whatever people can come out and possess other people so they can be reborn but i get a feeling that people in general in this world like they're messed up man like maybe this is just not the nicest world this is maybe the world where you don't really trust people you're always like guarded and i feel like everybody has done something bad like i just feel like this is just a terrible world where people are either stealing lying having you know affairs and just doing things so i don't think anybody honestly in this whole movie is innocent i think you can point at anybody even possibly some of the kids and be like these kids are just like rotten and i think that's probably the reason why god has abandoned this planet like it's just like hey the world truly became evil and there's only demons that can come out and you know and take over the planet i don't know that's what i get from it i mean i think you're pretty close i mean or pretty dead on to that whole idea so i think it's beautiful about the movie like this not only that story about like the possessions and exorcists existing that they that's their job is to freaking exercise these like beings in secret but just the whole idea they say that multiple times throughout the movie how the church is dead the church is dead and you're right like it's just the whole movie feels like they've been abandoned and not only because they live in a small town but then yeah. later there's a part where a character that we haven't talked about yet talks about like Buenos Aires and the bigger city that it got to the point where there was so many like possessions and cursed beings that it, the government needed to hide it because it was happening more and more often. Um, and that it was just a, a thing that has just happened. Like, and, but at the same time, like they know it existed, but it was just so bad that it just had to hide it and, or at least do it in secret. Um, I don't know, man, such a grim, grim background. Yeah, it's just, um, like, you believe this could happen, man. Like, I don't know. I think maybe that's the scariest thing about the movie, that you believe this could happen. Bro, I know you're 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 reading your sunflowers, but, you know, how do you, how do you feel about this world? Are you done with them? It, it was a mazapan. 
There you go. <laughs> oh, uh, that's, even, that's even better. <laughs> no, it, it, it's. I definitely want to know more. Um, I I don't know if you guys ever saw the the Exorcist show, but I'm kind of getting inklings of. I heard good things about it. Like I didn't know about it, and I might have seen, like I might have known of its existence, but I guess people it's were good. saying that it was actually good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's actually pretty good. But yeah, like it's 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 good. Like I, I I'm definitely intrigued on the world. I I. It seems like post-apocalyptic, but not because it's right. still normal. But cool. like, it's still in a weird place where demons can possess people, and, and there's no church, which just well, blows my mind. In Latin America, how there's like no church? No, dude, Ro, you freaking just broke the formula on how to make a good Exorcist movie because this this new one that just came out totally failed. And it's like, yeah, like stop with this idea that possessions are so limited and nobody believes in it and you know nobody should actually try to no priest should actually try to exercise somebody because that's not allowed by the church just lean into it lean into the fact that this does happen and it's very common and when this stuff does happen you got to take certain precautions because there are rules so yeah man you're like you know again this movie that's what i what i love about it it's just like it's breaking all these traditional rules that you're used to from other things like the exorcist you know like i like that about it a lot yeah cause, yeah because yeah, it's not like priests it's it's like these oh, cleaners. Yeah, even pretty, yeah, it's clear. It's like Constantine coming in and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out there, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> John Constantine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, no, but the me... question is, is, is it the British one or is it the Keanu Reeves one? Hey, or is it the lady one from Keanu Reeves? From if you want to know which one shows up, stay to the other credits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, man, that, that scene when he finally makes it into the town. Well, first of all, like, you know, the whole idea of like, don't come into like touch and contact with a possessed one and he mm. gets to his ex-wife's house freaking just basically almost busting the door because like the the new husband opens the door and he's just like let me in i need my kids and he's like oh does she know you're I'm here talk to you and then as soon as he walks in he starts getting like butt ass naked first of all taking off the clothes that the like you know he handled the possessed dude with takes it off in front of the freaking like in, in the, the kitchen dining room in the dining room, just like that, butt ass naked. So when the ex uh, yeah. comes down with the daughter, he's like, "What the fuck?" Are you, doing? you know, you crazy. The oh, you know, all kinds. Of, uh, well, so then yes, and then there's a very subtle scene where the dog is over here sniffing the clothes that he kind of left behind, and he's taking off. Yeah. And you know, you're more focused on his ass and him running around butt naked for a second, while you know everybody's like, "What the hell's going on?" That's another scene that just freaking freaks you the hell out because can you imagine? someone busting in your door and being like oh my god i need this and just like demanding and they're busting out naked and they're trying to take you know your other your kid away or something like that. you know it's so nuts that to even follow that you're missing subtlety sometimes like i said yeah. the dog sniffing the clothes and yes you 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 start seeing a little bit more interaction with the kids you see the the little girl and there's the dog the family's dog who belongs to the new husband and, and and these guys when i was watching it with jd and alexis man they kept on saying they were getting i saw them go from like this on the couch to like and this is before anything even happened but they just they just the movie kept on showing the dog showing the dog showing I knew and, it, they, and it was you, coming you, this you was me i was like oh coming that there's Dude. all of a sudden <sighs> That everyone leaves the little girl with the dog, and the, the adults are arguing in the kitchen. The girls like in the dining room like with the fighting. dog, and they're like here, same, same size. The dog is huge. The little girl's right here, and they're just standing there. And it goes from like dumb standing side by side to the next scene. They're both kind of facing each other, and 
maybe too graphic to even describe, well, but imagine the worst. Like, well, look for me, I have a daughter and she's about that girl's size, and I have a dog, and that dog, my dog is you know Shadow. Uh-huh. My second, he's pretty big, and the Your idea first. of my, you know, I see how he inter like my dog. He's not an angel. Like I will say that if he's ever around like kids that I don't know, I would say like, hey, be careful, uh-huh. like don't trust him too much, even though he's never done anything. Same thing with my daughter. I always see how they interact. And I do feel like he somehow does protect her, which is good. You know, you, that's the feeling that you do want. But again, this idea that the animal that I think could be alone with my daughter and nothing's going to happen because he's going to there to protect her. Like, doing this to my daughter, like, dude, it does make you want to, like, just, okay, like, going forward, we're not going to have any animal, animals because I can't live with this fear of this happening. And that's what that, that movie put in me, man. And I hate it. And I kind of, like, have brushed it off since I saw it. And I would never see something that graphic and say like i'm walking out of this movie because i was obviously curious about well, how the movie was gonna keep going but it did make me give me that feeling man that i do feel like me and you ramon had a conversation about can you watch can your movie can your wife make it up to this point in the movie and continue to watch it and i don't think my wife could and i don't think your wife could no i this will be like i this is just a movie where like i would suggest some other scary movies <laughs> okay bro <laughs> <laughs> your wife can do a lot of things we know that <laughs> no like I, you know it's oh like I, I i can recommend a whole lot of movies and i can kind of like sometimes suggest and highly suggest for her to watch the movies with me this is one that i would not even like like i i want her to but i think that would be the part that i'm like but don't look but even like then would, there's so many other you, parts that are just that bad <laughs> you could you could almost just like say like hey i'm gonna describe to you what is gonna happen oh, no, and even. then we're just gonna get to this point and then just continue let's just continue the movie you don't need to see this <laughs> see and, and it's tough because like and i think again when we're talking about it like a bunch of dudes right and like earlier today with the, my two friends watching this movie and they both had the same reaction because that scene doesn't just end with like a bite right it ends up being with like a bite and it continues and the next thing you know like the adults are still arguing and not only that that this dog is like kind of using this like a rag doll like my toy plays with her i mean my dog plays like with toys like that like trashes them around that's all going on and not only that now you have her brother like on the stairway like watching the dog and the girl and it's just like and it's going for like (sighs) probably a minute probably a minute and it's just like, that's what's hard to watch. It's not even the initial thing because you were kind of expecting something that messed up. But it's just the, the long, like one minute. Well, even if it was 30 seconds, way, 30 seconds, way too long. But again, in a good way, it's just really, really hard to watch. And no, oh, man. no man, this movie does not hold back. And I know we're going to continue to like, you know, talk about it but it's just like there's more things that happen in this movie it's like dude you're not following the rules what a traditional horror movie would do and it's just like not everything could happen and everything kind of does happen but yeah man that that to me definitely was a scene that i'll always kind of think about and you know when i recommend people i will kind of give them like hey there's gonna be a point where man either you're gonna be okay with this or you're not so just be careful (laughs) yeah that's it's, it's one of those movies i guess it's like full disclosure like yeah, 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 yeah. And then right there, like a few minutes later, it goes now to like another crazy scene because then the dog runs off with the girl, like <laughs> freaking in mouth. And then obviously everybody starts freaking the hell out. The, the, the dad. dad, yeah, her dad, like chases with a gun Gone. after Pedro's like, "Don't take the gun, don't shoot it, don't shoot it." Dude, he's and... so out of shape. <laughs> oh why? Why do you say that? Because he like ran out of bread or something? No, dude, he didn't even run that far. He was like dying. 
Oh, I mean, like, like you're in panic, dude, man. You you're already in panic. I don't know. But then even like again, the movie just does a great job of not showing you everything because then all of a sudden, like you know, he runs after the daughter and he drives away, and then Pedro's kind of chasing after them, and the next thing you know, all he hears is a gunshot, and he's just like, "Damn!" Because yeah. he knows and, that he obviously took care of the dog. And then that guy became immediately possessed by. And then what happens next? Oh, the weirder part, right? Then everybody's like outside of the the mom's house and they're all panicking because the dog just ran off with the girl. And they're like, what? The neighbors are like, what happened? What happened? And then all of a sudden the girl's just there. The girl's just there. No blood, nothing. It's like, mommy, I'm back. And everybody's fine. It's fine. Nothing happened. Right. And then what does she, what does she tell the mom? (laughs) What does she tell the mom? She's like, daddy's going to come back and kill you. Yeah. That's 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 crazy, man. Because yeah, like Daddy does come back and does smash the car, and you know later on we see that oh, same, similar to like the girl, the mom comes back and she's perfectly okay. So I kind of would like to see what does happen when something horrific happens to a person, and then you get a scene with them, and they're perfectly fine. Kind of would like to see more of that because like what this is like the moment a demon possesses you, they sort of rebuild your body. Is that the understanding? Well, not the mom, but, though. The mom's face was pretty messed no, up. No, yeah, yeah. The mom was, was still messed up? jacked up. Okay, then. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, like, I would I would say if a car going 30 miles an hour hits you, slams into a wall, like, you're going to have broken more bones. To it. Yeah, there's going to be more to it, man. Well, I think this all has everything. to do. <laughs> I think this all has to do with that, because they, they also describe this in the movie multiple times, that the evil, right, the demon is, like, attracted to, like, children and animals, and it protects, like, children and animals. So I think that's probably one of the reasons why it's specifically, like, and plus, again, how, I, I think it was beautiful that they did that, because how else are they going to redeem themselves from just showing you this freaking horrific thing? It's to show you the girl, like, nothing happened. And yeah. I think that did kind of save it a little bit after watching that, because, I mean, then, you know, if the scenario would have just been over with that, you would have been like, this is the ter- these people are terrible. Like, why would you show me that? It's horrific. And then, and- no, it's just a little crunch. And she's even dancing around, like, after the mom gets smashed. She's just like, yay, yay, yay. Oh, evil, like. The- yeah. Dude, and I don't know at what point Jaime picks up their mom, Pedro, and his mom to, like, you know. Right bring- after this. Right like after right that. after that? Oh but, no no no! But 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 then you also find out that the older son uh, has autism. autism. Yeah. Yeah. But I was gonna say like the mom to me give her an Oscar. She was like the perfect interpretation yeah. of like you know like all oh, of our Latin mother. Mother. like a Latin that mom. Is exactly yeah. my mom. Like, this is like <laughs> yeah my coolest mom. moms. They're like what? Like what's going on? Like oh my god! How did she let you get, leave with the kids? <laughs> And, and they don't believe you, no matter what you say. It's like, nah, you're crazy. <laughs> like, it's just... Uh... But then if the neighbor was to tell them, like, I saw this, they would be like, oh, hell no. She saw it. I believe cheese the neighbor. Man, like, cheese man all the way. Yeah. Like, where's my cup of tea? Let's go. <laughs> oh, tea time. But, I yeah, don't know. But... Oh, sorry, go ahead. go ahead. No, no I was going to say, I think the mother played probably one of the most educational roles in this movie. Mm-hmm. Because it is the mother that really brought the element of, like understanding of what's going on even more because of this point the seven yeah, rules the seven rules because at this point everything's just been crazy you as a viewer are trying to figure out what the hell's still going on you see in the movies and testifying and escalating and things just keep happening and you're just like what like i still like you know this is real you know this is happening now you're seeing the full effect of this like evil spreading and the mom like basically coming in a little clueless as to what's going on with the two you know her two older sons and then her grandchildren and it's just like she just starts like nothing, just 
telling the story. She's like, are you sure you guys saw a possessed person? <laughs> are you sure you're not just imagining it? Like, you don't know. And then when she starts telling the little grand, like grandchild, like she educates the viewer by like telling her, telling them about the story and the seven rules about how to deal with freaking cursed possessed people. And that's beautiful. Cause again, that brings the reality. Yeah. The reality. Well, they're eventually the seventh. We find that out later, but no, it's, I think that's great, man. I think the movie I, just did that so good. <laughs> I, I remember some of the rules, but not all of them. I don't know if that's, you know, maybe you want to list them out or say the ones that you do remember. Like, I know there's the... Uh, go ahead. Don't use flashlights. Them. Don't use flashlights. No, don't no, electricity. electricity. Don't use I'm electric not lights. Order. Oh, electric lights. Okay. Don't don't use electric lights. Um, Don't use the weapon. The... Like gunpowder weapon, like a firearm. Yeah. Yeah. Don't say the names of the devils, right? Oh, the devils. Which that was oh, yeah, yeah, because you started saying that. Yeah, and, and you know the crazy part is that the names that she said, which first of all, yeah, she has a freaking seven-year-old or something kid here. And she's <laughs> like, don't say the name of the of, of the demons. And then she starts going like Lucifer, Belzebub, and all this stuff. But then the autistic son, like he names a Stutter whole another one that she didn't mention. And that's when you and your head, you're like, wait a minute, what? Because the name that he said of that demon, mm-hmm. it wasn't one that she mentioned. So that's the name that really? he had to know. Yeah, it wasn't. I looked it up again, or at least oh, I saw wow. it again. Yeah. And then if you do remember, he's the only one that witnessed the crash into the mother. And so to me, that's kind of the moment when of he impact got or transfer. Yeah, because yeah. you find that out a little bit later. But I, I mean, I like later on in the movie, and again, this is why I, I highly recommend this movie, when they do mention that he's possessed, but the reason why he's not really acting out because then the de- because the fact that he's... Uh, handicap and the demons going like he's almost fighting against his mental state to try to take control so it's like the demon itself became lost in his brain so i like that idea it's like oh okay that's kind of an interesting thing that you threw out there like you didn't have to but no. i like the idea that it wasn't very easy to take over this kid's body because mentally he wasn't 100 percent there yeah i mean like that whole car ride like you know you think it's his autism that's kind of affecting him because obviously he's a little bit in panic like he's been displaced from his home and you know the dad promised him like apple ice cream and it's not working out like he can't find it and he's just like you know besides saying like words like possessed and the name of the one demon like he's just you know kind of freaking out and then ultimately like yes like you're right like there is so the, that's the next part of the movie, right? That I freaking love too because they finally get to the house of someone that Jimmy knows. Me don't know how the, about the phone call from the mom? The oh, wife? but that that happens. Oh yeah, that happens on the road. You're right. Yeah, tell us, bro, because <laughs> that, well, that was like yeah, yeah, because they they stopped like at a gas station or convenience store thing, and and uh, he was looking for for the apple ice cream uh, because he promised it to the son. Uh, with autism and then it wasn't there and then all of a sudden he starts getting a phone call from from the ex-wife and then the 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 younger son he's like he, he like jumps up tries to like answer for him and he's like no no don't and then he like takes the phone outside because he saw her be run over by her now husband or her new husband like with the with the girl um so like he knows that she's dead or she's supposed to be dead so then he finally answers the phone, and then it's her. It, it's it's saying that like, uh, why are you like bring 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 my kids back? Um, and this and that, and just starts going off at him, like insulting him, and and doing this, that, and the other. It just it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, 
So, well, that's, I think that's what there was more focus on the autistic son. Cause that's when she tells him too, like, uh, that's why, like I cheated on you because you gave, and also why you ran away because you're not a man. You couldn't even yeah. give me like a, like a real son or something like that, which is so yeah. nice. I mean, this no, movie doesn't the, even get yeah. you with like the thriller suspense. It gets you with the freaking fucking hard. Just how messed attack. up it is. Yeah, yeah. Just how messed up it is. But yeah, well, I mean, then. Yeah, yeah, because I because you know we do get to Mirta. That's the friend that Jaime knows, and I think me and you, Ramon, like when the movie was over, like we talked about that character and how her herself, um, there was possibly like you know obviously they had a relationship, Jaime and Mirta, but we think it happened while he possibly could have been like a student of hers, yeah, like you know because yeah. of the, beat, the 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 age gap. So that's like a, that's something like man, that's kind of that's very messed up because again nobody in this world is innocent, and like this idea of this lady. You know, I don't know what the age difference is, but there's like 15, 20 years, but she clearly took advantage of him. And he probably doesn't even realize that, you know, he probably thinks it's like something cool to ha- that happened to him. Flat in America. Was, so. Yeah. <laughs> when he was young. <laughs> no, I mean, I like I said, that movie, like that part of the movie felt like something different again, because you met this character that was really significant to the movie because you possibly now know why this possession, this evil might be in the town because even yeah. later through that interaction, she says it like, "Is this demon?" Well, like possession, man. Unless you see a big floppy, floppy pussy guy behind you, you're good. <laughs> or, a goat, or a goat. Or no, if you guys see it, just let me know. Or your sister's dog staying <laughs> you. Where she go? Yeah. See. No, but it's like I, I don't know. Like I, I like meeting her. Because it did put so many things into perspective. Because now we had an insider perspective as to what was going on in like Buenos Aires in the big city. She told us the story about how like I mean this was like a slightly later. Like she told us the story about how like you know her and her husband started a church back in the day, and then they were yeah. shams that they were fakes. And I was at first I'm like why what like why how are you fake? It apparently they were freaking faking ex or processions and exorcisms, and that was their whole thing. They were like faking these things until one day they had the first possession, the real curse or real first possession in Buenos Aires was with them. And they were like, we didn't even realize it was true until the person started puking of the family members that they ate the last couple of days. And then you're just like, damn, like that's, it's crazy because this is possibly one person that has a lot to do with why the churches are gone because they were the first Maybe well, not maybe the first, but one of the last groups of people that were involved with the church, but also using it for like their own benefit yeah. and lying about things. And it's almost like they invited the evil in. And as she's telling you more and more, she does say like maybe the the evil is here because Jamie brought they it. They were trying to look, yeah, they were trying yeah, to look trying to find yeah. her. And that's oh, and that, that goes to show you also like it also like uh points out why Jamie recognized that tool, the exorcism tool, was because she has her own like kit and everything like that. And that's probably yeah. during their affair, he was like, Oh, what's this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because she she became a cleaner like after yeah. that. Yeah, because she even she she even mentioned that some monks or something discovered like a way to destroy them. Yeah. That confused and, and, me. I mean, not confusing, but it's just they call them cobras. She was like, and then the cobras came out, these monks that helped yeah. us figure out how to exercise them. And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. Huh? Okay. That, that, sure. That's another movie, right? I'm telling you, the franchise yeah. throughout this whole movie. <laughs> a, pre, a prequel with her and her husband and that whole idea of them doing, like, you know, their Kinda church. Like the yeah. Fake, yeah, exactly. And just, you know, their, their fake exorcisms and all that stuff. And then that first and, procession and then the escalation of that, that would be great. And then a whole training montage with the monks. 
<laughs> there you go. And then it becomes like pre becomes like the movie Priest when you know they're all like yeah yeah with, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. Man, uh, I know exactly. I love that movie too. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, uh-huh. we'll do something to speed up some a little bit of this because I know it's yeah. you know we're going, but you know the mom oh, does that. come in eventually. She does catch up to um, the family, <laughs> and, and dude, this is something that I just couldn't believe. Like she takes the youngest son, you know, she jumps out the window and she does take him. And dude, no, at no moment did I think this kid was never gonna be like recover or he was not gonna be like be hurt. I thought the mom would just like take him, but. When you do see later on, like one Jaime, because I, I, I guess they decide to split up. Like, I don't want to talk too much about like the plot, but they do decide to split up. And Jaime is like, I'm going to go get your son. I'll be right back. Because I guess because of the son is scared to lose the son. That makes it even harder for the dad to find the son. So then Jaime goes to find the son. And I just cannot believe that the mom, when he did find the mom, that the mom was eating the brain of the kid. Like, I just couldn't like in my in my head. I'm like, this this is not the rules. You're not playing by the rules. This is unfair. Like. A child like this, like you already got me once. Like, like who am I rooting for? If it's not the kids, like who the hell am I supposed to root in this movie for, man? I, I even love the scene because as Jamie or Jaime, as Jamie's like pulling up, they make you also like want to look because he they don't show you what's going on first. Like he he sees her from a distance walking with the kid, right? And as he's approaching to the the mom and the mom's walking by, like you as a viewer can't see her either because the camera is moving throughout the car and it's just kind of like you missed what's happening. And it's not till the camera returns <laughs> later. And you're like, she's like over here, like bucket of popcorn on his brains. Like what the heck? Ugh. Yeah. Man. Now, now I see what you were in the Mazatlan role. You were just like waiting for that, this part for yeah. me to talk about. Yeah, yeah. The, the Mazatlan. Yeah. City. Yeah. And yeah. the Duvalin too. Damn, dude. Someone went <laughs> trick-or-treating. Um, no, an- another part before then, too. Like, I love the the part with the autistic son. It's just walking upright, like nothing. Oh, and he's just yeah. like, hey, grandma, like, like, I'm hungry. Can I have can something to drink? Me- something hot? Yeah. Like, and then I'm also cold. Yeah. And, then, and then these guys pointed something out. He takes the sheepskin and puts it behind him like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Like, he's a fucking devil. Like, he's a demon. And he it, puts, yeah. like, a sheepskin. Like, what? Just he takes it off the couch, and he just throws it behind him because he's like, I'm cold. And, yeah. oh, man. But he says he's hungry. He's hungry. Dude, hungry. even though I like the mom, I don't feel bad that, you know, later on we find out that he eats her. I guess he must have, like, cut her out in pieces and ate her. But I don't feel bad because of the fact that she was sort of the one that was supposed to guard the small child. And he, like, she got scared and she, like, left him with the mom. And I'm like, okay, well, that was kind of your fault because you're the grandma. And you should have put your life first yeah, before, if, especially if you knew something like this was happening. So um, that kind of, like, again, I don't, I don't feel too bad that. You know, we don't see it, but later on in the movie, I think at the very end, that's like one of the very few shots that we get when yeah. he's just like spitting out her hair. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah, with but the don't... dad like pulling out the things from his mouth. Ugh. Yeah. Well, we'll come back there and touch it for the last minute. Like, did you guys like so this the only part I guess maybe that I didn't love the most is the part of the school. Like there's a lot of chilling parts with the kids. Yeah. Um and the kind of the mystery. But I think I lose them a little bit when they're like just can't find the thing and the kids are lying to him and it becomes very about the kids too. And I think that's where I'm a little bit like, Oh man, like this is we spend so much time back and forth. Like, why do you even believe kids? Like clearly we're dealing with like a demon, like just be smart. And plus me Mirtha is there, so you think she would know better instead of just trying to like go quicker to 
whatever's going on. And just, again, this is where you get frustrated at the main character, Pedro, so much because there's a scene where they finally find the freaking body of the possessed and he's trying to uncover him and, and Mirta at this point has her freaking exorcism tool and she's just like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And like, like pull him out, pull him out. Nice. This is not happening quick enough. And then the kids fucking trick him and then she dies. Yeah. Oh man, I was just all those scenes. But it's, it's so good just because you. I think that's where you as a viewer get so freaking anxious and so unsettled because you just want things to go one way and they're just not going the way that they should go and everybody's just getting like i know we never even get to see how the tools work like how yeah i know which is why they need a prequel so we can see that like because it's a look it look almost like not a crossbow but like yeah like a like a spear like a on a boat for like whales like a harpoon or something like a harpoon yeah there you go like a harpoon but with the boat and stuff like that i don't know it's crazy to to me that was truly the i mean he's done a couple pedro has done a couple dumb things but yeah how he got full and then the kids you know that's where they you know, manage to Mirta, they they put her down and I guess he just loses hope and, you know, he just decides to take out the demon, you know, the best way he can and that's with an axe and clearly that didn't work. <laughs> no, no, it, it was with the with oh, the big yeah. part, the telescope was, looking part. It was a telescope it. thing. That, yeah. that has a little bit of a reasoning, I guess, to it. Maybe that could have worked. Maybe. I don't no. know. Apparently <laughs> not because the, 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 that one demon kid spawned out of him. Well, I guess yeah. I guess we did never mention that, but that was the whole thing: is that out of these cursed and possessed people, eventually the real demon is born. And I, I, I thought that was a beautiful thing, like when that mm-hmm. demon showed up in the form of a boy, like a kid, and and as he's walking past Pedro on his knees at this point, because he's kind of giving up, he like he gives him like the touch of like the mark of the devil, right? And to me, like, I mean, we were talking about it, Carlos, too, because me and Carlos were, like, outside the movie theater for, like, half an hour talking about this movie. And it's just, like, to me, that was just kind of him almost, like, thanking him because if it wasn't for Pedro, like, none of this really would have happened as far as it happened, right? There was another beautiful scene where Mirta tells Jimmy, like, oh, my God, look at the cities in the town. Like, they're all, like, dark. They started the protocol. Like, the protocol of, like, the demons lose, uh, the possessions start happening. Like, she's like, I wonder just how crazy it is. And just to think... You know, it made me like there made me think of like Evil Dead or a zombie movie where like when things get so out of control that there's like no power, even though they were probably doing it on purpose, but like no power. And you could just imagine what's going on in there, but you're not even that close to that town anymore to like, or you don't want to find out anyway. So, yeah, I don't know. And I just have questions like, okay, the kids touched them. So does that mean like now going forward? technically no other demons can hurt pedro because pedro has the mark because we see that even if he takes a shower it doesn't come off like this thing is permanently engraved in his head and people are going to know that he's kind of responsible maybe that's another thing it's like almost like shame and because people are going to know like oh you took out a demon the scarlet letter yeah dude, but it's just like what like what was the reasoning behind that like again does the demon know that by doing this he like it's like, all right, nobody can touch him because I want him to see what's going to happen now. And then with the little boy, when he goes into the woods, like, I want to know, like, what happens now? Like, here we have this thing that wasn't supposed to come into our world. It's come through. Like, what is the whole meaning of this kid now? Like, what is? But, but yeah, but I want to see more of it. Like, I don't know. I just, oh, of like, course, it, of course. Yeah, like, I just want to see more. Like, is it really just an apocalypse? Is it like people have to, like, worship him now? And all of a sudden, everybody's like, 
worshiping the wrong kinds of churches. <laughs> well, you churches. would assume this would have happened before because it's not like those like exorcist dudes were like that great at their job. You know, if at one point even she, Mirta, ran away, you could just imagine that it's happened where these demons have been born in other places. So yeah, to not to maybe it's just one of those like again we just talked about twenty eight days later. Maybe outside of Argentina, they they know the effects, but maybe we don't know what's going on in England and in the United States and in Mexico. It could have been even worse, but. I don't know. But Carlos, this time around, when I was watching that final, final scene, you're 100% yeah. right, right? Like the Pedro finds out that the son ate the mom. And then like the last thing you see is the fire. And then when he comes out and he like just falls to his knees and cries and Jimmy's like, what what happened? And then he's just, you know, all of a sudden you see Jimmy looking up at the chimney. Yeah. And then you're right. There's just so much smoke. So he threw his... Son, right? yeah. there. Yep. I missed that. Yeah, no, see, I missed yeah. it the first time when I was with Carlos, and he's like, "Yeah, they were focusing a lot on the chimney, and this time even more." Pay attention to Jimmy after he sees like his brother come out and falls to his knees, and Jimmy's yeah. like trying to rush inside the house to be like, "What happened? What happened?" And then you know he kind of knows that it's maybe too late, but he looks at the chimney. He's just looking at the smoke, and then you see the chimney, and it's just like heavy black smoke, and it's just because Pedro just had to throw his freaking autistic yeah, he's son like, in there. Yeah, that's that's what I figure. I mean, that's that's my take. Again, there's no there's no definitive answer, but that's my take that he threw his son in the fire and then he lost everything that he was trying to protect or he cared about in this world. Yeah. Other than his brother, because his brother, to my surprise, is like him and his brother are still sticking around at the end of the movie. Crazy. And so then that just leaves you with what is what is the moral of the story? There's no moral, well, but it's crazy. Jaime was going to be taken out by that kid that was still in the barn. You know, and, oh, that's when he com- oh, yeah. and that's when he confesses that he was the one that stopped like, the guy. He, yeah, he 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 heard voices telling him to stop the guy that the cleaner that, yeah. that was there to fix the, the the brother. He ate his mom, and then he's like, he "That's the, the same mom. thing that happened to your mom." And he's like, "What?" And that's when he why he started running towards the house. I don't know, man. This movie was beautiful in in the most like horrific and unsettling way. But, but did Jaime get rid of that kid? That kid's just still hiding. I in think the that kid out. is still out because I mean, I think at this point the kid's not like maybe possessed. I think the the demon at that point was using him as a vehicle, like yeah. just, you know, as a way to because you know he did that in and out to a couple people, and it doesn't really mean that that was they were stuck being possessed. But I don't know, man. I I I truly like you guys said. This is a movie that deserves a prequel, a movie that deserves an expansion on the universe. Um, I don't know if it could be done better if it's going to be in, in English, and I hope they would take the same, like, unsettling, the anxious building, anxiety building, like, like kind of feel and mood, because I think that's what made it so beautiful. And maybe it will be a different type of movie if now we're going backwards and now we're seeing more of a kind of, like, you know, exorcists and cleaners against demons. Because this this was just part of like the surprise and the awe and how crazy it was. And again, that story about Pedro himself was just crazy because we've been talking about him like he is the bad guy. And he even got stuck with that mark of the devil. But it's like, did he really do like besides him spreading this evil around? Like, was he really a bad guy? Or was just the wife, the one who like yeah. cheated on him and lied to like t- take the kids? And so poor guy, right? Like at the end of the story is if if he truly didn't do anything to fuck up his family... Poor guy, because he just got the shit in the stick. Well, I think we also kind of get the understanding, and we talked about this, that it was because of, um, what was the lady's name, Rita? Uh, Mi- Mirta. Uh, Mi- Mirta. It was because oh, yeah. of Mirta. That they, and it was because the demon sort of felt Mirta's presence through Jaime, and it's the reason why the demon was so close to them, because it was through Maybe. Jaime that he... 
No, that that is kind of like the reason why I got from it. It was because they no, no, it's the a that, 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 that's kind of the thing about the movie that uh, like it doesn't necessarily like it puts it, possibilities out there, but it doesn't really answer them. So well, I guess like that because of this. Well, I guess that was like my take from it when she said that yeah. you know I, I came in here and I was hiding, and I think because of Jaime, there was like a presence that he caught of Mirta, and that's why yeah, it kind of was so yeah. close. That's that's how I took it, my interpretation. Well, of that. I think yeah, the movie, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think the movie just does a really good job of insinuating things and mm-hmm. making you believe that that's probably it, right? Not saying a hundred percent because like yeah. even you said, Carlos, on that last scene, he definitely I mean, threw his kid in there, but because we didn't see it, it's not verified, right? Like, but if you but think about it, if the Demon's whole thing was to find Mirta to get like that revenge. The the goal it happened like through this close person that he possessed like the neighbors, and then because of this guy, he led them to to that lady. So it's like technically like that is what happened. So it's like it could have been a hundred percent what the demons like uh, his plan was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Beautiful movie. Yeah. I mean, the most terrible up way, movie. Most of beautiful movie. No, I man, don't know. It's, it's definitely on top of my list now, man. That's how you know this was a great movie because normally, like, you know, we're whatever movie we're discussing, we're normally like in the 35, 45 minute mark. And then we do like 15 minutes where we talk about <sighs> things that we've seen. But I don't think there's time for that this time, Ramon. I know you had no, a lot to talk yeah, about. There, there, there was. Go, and, go and, and, totally and, and killer. We cut it short, That's too. All. Yeah. 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 No, but uh, yeah, I, I hope more people discover this movie and hopefully if they want to get a little bit more of um takes of like uh, like us having this discussion, hopefully they listen to this podcast because, again, we clearly love this movie and. But I can only hope that once, you know, the writer's strike is over and once movies are being made, like more movies like this, man, more original, like cool, great movies like this one come out. Do it. Do it. Movie. Do it. Yes. <laughs> uh, Ramon, anything final you want to say? No. Oh, I mean, again, because we're not going to talk about it. Watch Totally Killers, another good movie I just watched. That's it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Great movie. Bro, Watch anything, this one. Any, anything you want to plug, bro? Um... Not any lights to the electricity. <laughs> uh, I guess the only thing I'll plug is Pluto, which you know it was it was all right. First episode, great. First, the second half of the first episode, truly something special. And then the show itself, um, you know, it was all right. It was good. I liked it, but not 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 to recommend past that first episode. It's <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. all right, man. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have all a good right. one. See you, Jim. See you. <laughs> See you. <laughs>